Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to the stream. Uh, my name is Emily. I am one of the Chatterbug tutors and streamers from Canada. Um, and I'm currently streaming to you live from Panama. Uh, so the topic today is the beach. And I am currently looking at a beach actually just in front of me right now. So the place I am at is a surfing beach in Panama. Um, come say hi in the chat. Let me know where you're from. So we have Zira and Nadia so far. Hello, welcome to the stream. Nice to have you here. All right. So the beach. Um, I think it's a lot of people's favorite place to go when they're on holiday. And it's either pebbly, or which means small rocks or sandy shore, usually by the ocean. And they have high and low tides. So usually the beach is changing shape and size throughout the day. All right, and there's a few different types of beaches. So there's four kind of main types that they can fall into. Tropical, they'll be lush, which means very green and um, vegetation's growing well. Mangroves, like we see in the picture here, which are those kind of trees that grow in the water. Um, and palm trees, of course. We, I love to see palm trees in tropical beaches. Then there's frozen beaches, um, which are usually rock, um, have icy waves. So places like the Arctic would have um, frozen beaches and very limited vegetation and life. Then there's rocky beaches. So as I said, pebbles, which are kind of small rocks, or they could be larger rocks, which have not yet eroded. And I'll explain what erosion is in the next slide. Or the classic sandy beaches, which are made of particles, so little bits from coral reefs, and sediment, which is kind of like dirt or um, yeah, small particles again from the ocean floor, and eroded rocks, so that word erosion again. And I would like to know, are you what you could consider a beach person? So often people say they're more of maybe a beach person or a mountain person. Um, those are kind of the two big ones. So if you had a chance to go on holiday, would you choose to go to the beach or the mountains? If you say no, tell me what kind of person you are if you do not really like going to the beach. Um, all right, let's see what else we have here. Live from Brazil, Pablo from Mexico, Hakim, Soraya, Odelgado, Ale, Wilter. Mike, Ravda, hello to all of you and welcome to the stream. Okay, so most of us are what we could say beach people. So about 75% of the group <laughs> considers themselves to be beach people. All right, let's see. And what do you like to do most at the beach? So if you are going to the beach, are you someone who wants to kind of suntan? So just relax, maybe read a book, listen to some music. Um, are you someone who wants to build sandcastles um, or do something kind of active on the beach? Do you want to get out in the water and um, maybe do some water sports? Do you want to go fishing? Um, or do you like to get out on the water even more and go boating? What would be your choice? So for me, usually I like to do water sports recently. Um, Recently, I have been learning how to kite surf, and currently I'm at a beach in Panama where I am learning to surf. Let me know if you do some water sports, which sports you like to do. Um, I also did another stream on water sports. Maybe you want to go check it out. And Gada's asked, how long will the stream be? 
I never quite know. It kind of depends on um, how many questions there are in the chat. So let's say maybe around 30 minutes. Um, but feel free if you need to come on and off, no problem. You can also watch it later. And um, when you watch uh, streams later, then there's also uh, subtitles which are added. So when it's live, there are not any subtitles. Okay. So in the chat, let's see here. Chris likes both beach and mountains. Yes, I like a mix too. It's nice to maybe do both in the same trip if you can. Um, McGuasti from Rio. So you have wonderful beaches, of course. Um, swimming. Yes, of course. I didn't put swimming there. <laughs> I guess that's a water sport, of course. Uh, enjoy a cocktail and jump in the waves. Yeah, maybe not too many cocktails before you go <laughs> jump in the waves. <laughs> um, horse riding on the beach. Wonderful. Swimming, walking along the shore. Make sandcastles and then see the water destroy them as the tide comes in. Um, Hakim has many beaches to choose where he lives so he would instead choose to go to um, mountains when traveling distance makes sense yeah if you live in a city like the other person from Rio maybe they're not as excited about going to a beach destination they would prefer to go to a city destination or mountains or something that's kind of different from your day-to-day so lots of people like to do water sports, which could include swimming, of course. And Oddman Out wants to see the beach here. Maybe at the end of the stream, I will get up and um, <laughs> I will take you guys to the beach and show you what it looks like here at Playa Vanau in, in uh, Panama. It's just in front of me. <laughs> And question here, what does it mean to suntan? So to suntan means to sit out in the sun so that your skin kind of becomes a nice bronzed color. <laughs> um, so laying in the sun um, is, yeah, sunbathing also, you can, you can call it sunbathing, suntanning. Let's see here. Okay, and yeah, Chris asks if I'm in Panama. Yes, I am currently in Panama. Okay, so um, I used this word a couple times already, erosion or eroding. So this is how beaches are formed. So the water wears away or kind of breaks apart rock over millions of years. And then the color of the beach will depend on the type of rock. So for example, in many places in Central America, um, in Hawaii, of course, you will see black sand beaches because it is from lava rock, so from volcanoes. Um, and if it's like a white or a kind of tan color, which is a common color to see, that um, usually means that it's crushed corals or seashells. Okay. And so part of this water moving around is the tide changing. So water moves um, towards and away from the shore. So high tide when it's up towards the shore and low tide when you have a big beach like in this picture. And you get each of those two times per day. And it changes the time with the moon cycle. And so these waves are part, part of like what's helping to create the beach over time. And it can change over time through that erosion and through, um, through the tides. Okay, 
just a couple little vocab words here to do with beaches and then we'll get on to what are the most beautiful beaches in the world. Um, so Chris asks, what did I most like from Panama? Um, so I spent quite a bit of time in Panama City doing some Spanish lessons. <laughs> um, and where else did I go? I went to Bocas del Toro, which is an archipelago of islands close to Costa Rica. I went to Boquete, which is um, kind of a higher elevation area with jungle and volcanoes and amazing coffee. The most expensive coffee in the world actually comes from Boquete in Panama. And now I'm in Playa Venao, um, learning to surf. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah, and most people, most people have uh, have that work, have that correct. Excellent. And Baron Jian says you're in stable right now. Maybe you mean the camera might be moving a bit. Uh, I don't have a proper table <laughs> here, so the laptop is on my lap, so it might be moving a bit. Um, but that's what happens when you're traveling. Maybe you don't have the perfect place to stream from. <laughs> okay. Everyone got that correct, perfect. And so what is the meaning of the following definition? A hill of sand um, or, or near a beach. So maybe you've visited some of these. Um, I went to one of these, which was the largest in Europe, in France. It's called Pilat, the of Pilat. This is kind of easy for the answers. Let's see if you get it. Um, Gata said, you can't see me right now. Um, let me know if anyone else is having a hard time seeing my video. If, hopefully it's, um, if, if not, just try to refresh your app. Okay, yeah, exactly. So this is called a sand dune. So in many places of the, in the world, it's famous to go and you can take dune buggies. So riding along on the dunes, people also take sand boards. So it's like a snowboard, but for sand and they'll ride down the dunes. So these are some fun things to do at the beach as well. Okay, here's some more, just vocab. The coast, maybe you've heard of coastline, coast, coastal walks. This is just land beside the sea. A current is the continuous movement of water in the sea. And you might have heard of rip currents, which is a dangerous type of current that can pull you out to sea. So if you're going to a new beach, you want to check if there are any rip currents. Um, lagoon. So this is an area that has been kind of separated by rocks or sand. So there are some lagoons, for instance, that only form at maybe high tide, or there might be some which are permanent lagoons. So they're permanently separated. And a sandbar. So this is when in the middle of the ocean, suddenly there's a little island. So it can't be quite be called an island, but it's a, a mound of sand where you can go. So if you have a boat, you might take it out there and go check out a sandbar. And the last vocab to do with beaches is a pier. So this is a structure that tends to be fairly low and it goes all the way out into the water for boats to stop and people like to walk along it too. Okay, Baron, Baron Jian, you're from Vancouver. Nice to see you. I am also from Vancouver, so I know there are some great beaches. Unfortunately, the water isn't that warm, <laughs> so <laughs> it is still nice to go to the beaches in Vancouver, even if the water isn't that warm. It's very refreshing. Um, so tell me, what is your favorite beach that you have ever visited? We had someone from Rio in the chat. Wonderful beaches there in and around 
um, the coastal area in Brazil. I think Brazil actually has about 7,000 kilometers of coastline. So there's a lot of opportunity to have excellent beaches, of course. Um, let's see, what's favorite beach? I always really love when I go to a beach that's maybe on a small island where it's really white, soft sand. It almost feels like flower. There's palm trees. Um, and I don't like when it's too busy. So I've been to some beaches that are nice, maybe in Europe, but it's completely covered with people. So you have like deck chairs or sunbeds all beside each other. And um, yeah, so I, I prefer I prefer to go somewhere that's maybe not completely deserted, but like not so many people around and nice soft sand with warm water, warm, nice turquoise blue water. Um, beaches in Croatia. Yeah, there's some excellent beaches in Croatia. Cayo Santa Maria in Cuba, Sardinia. I'd love to go there. Daytona Beach in Florida. Lara in Altalia. Sardinia as well mentioned again. Lots of places for us to go. Yeah, all around the world, there's so many beautiful and unique beaches. Cabuyal in Costa Rica. Algeria has some beautiful beaches. And Tunisia, yeah. I think I've heard that Tunisia is a very good, uh, has some kite surfing as well, which is one of the sports, water sports I'm learning. So I would love to go Marbella in Spain. Excellent, lots of ideas in Sudan, lots of ideas for places for us to go. What are some of the beach essentials? So this is just a couple of things that I thought of, but tell me in the chat, what are some of the things that you cannot forget when you go to the beach? Snacks are always important, unless of course you're going somewhere that there's restaurants or beach vendors. So um, I remember when I went to the beach in Brazil with a friend there, she said, no, we don't bring snacks or anything with us because there's people you know, walking on the beach selling everything and there's kiosks everywhere. So in Canada, it's a lot more common to go to the beach and bring a cooler, like a cooler bag with all of your snacks in it. But in some other countries, that would be really weird to bring food to the beach. Don't forget your sun cream and sunscreen, of course, so you don't get a burn. Lots of water to keep hydrated and something to entertain you, whether that's a book, um, a game to play, something to do your water sports. Swimming gear, yeah, so maybe you want to bring some a mask and um, snorkel. Excellent. Okay, so now let's get into these world's best beaches. Um, this was just a random list I found online, so I'm not saying that this is definitive or like the only, only um, top five. But what do you think makes the best beach? This is very subjective. So it'll depend on the traveler. It depends on what activities you want to do. Like, do you want to be people watching? Do you want to be away from people? Do you want waves or wind to do whatever activities you're doing? So sailing or kite surfing or surfing. Um, or maybe you want none of those because you're going uh, snorkeling. And so you want very calm water. Are you looking for unique scenery? So in the picture here, we have the Seychelles, which looks pretty epic, I think. <laughs> So let's go to the top five and then you can tell me which one you would choose to go to if money and time were no object. So the first one is Bora Bora 
in French Polynesia. So it's quite a small island. It's only six miles long by three miles wide. And it's mostly really fancy resorts with these overwater bungalows like you have in the picture. Um, people go there for amazing views and calm water. And um, there was a, a British, I think he was more of a pirate, but maybe, or maybe he was a captain, I don't know. Um, captain or pirate James Cook from the UK called it the Pearl of the Pacific. So you'll also have, um, yeah, very green jungle, but it's very, very expensive. So this is somewhere that people might go on honeymoon, but even then it's going to be like thousands of dollars per night potentially. So very, very expensive, but I'm sure it's wonderful. The next one is Fiji in the South Pacific Island, uh, South Pacific Ocean. It's made up of 333 islands, so you're really spoiled for choice. Turquoise waters, like in the picture, glittering sand, and it's also the home of the Castaway Island, if you've seen that Tom Hanks movie. So I think that's a popular place for people to visit. Next up, we have Mauritius. So this is an African island that's east of Madagascar. They have a huge kite surfing bay um, called Le Morne, and the West Coast has the best beaches. So this is a French speaking island. Then we have Tahiti. This sunset looks pretty epic. Um, this is the largest of the French Polynesian islands. Very lavish, so lavish meaning fancy, um, expensive resorts too. Excellent surfing conditions. So maybe there are some more budget kind of surf lodges and lush jungles on the island. And our last of the top five, the Maldives, made up of 1,200 islands. And they have that pearl-colored sand, towering, so very high palm trees. Um, but the public beaches do require covering up because it is a Muslim country. And so if you want to be wearing a swimsuit, you will have to go to um, the private private resorts and the private beaches. Okay, so tell me now, which of these five would you choose? Let me know. Bora Bora, Fiji, Mauritius, Tahiti, or Maldives? Of course, we're imagining, you know, if you had an unlimited budget, which one would you choose? And maybe tell me why. Let's see what people are saying in the chat here. Yeah, so some other things to bring. Nadia mentioned beach umbrella and sun hat. Yeah, all this different sun protection. Yeah, Bora Bora is apparently one of the most beautiful places on the planet. Yeah, and it's so small. So I guess maybe with um, in the world we're having climate change and rising water now. So maybe it's better to go visit sooner than later. Nadia mentions that she likes calm and clean water without jellyfish and thin. So rather than thin sand, you could call it fine sand. Thin and thick are usually like this. So thin is and thick, whereas fine means like small grains. Okay. Lots of people saying the Maldives. All right. Just moving a bit here. Give me a moment. Okay. Awesome. So. Yes, if money were no object, I also would love to go check out those Maldives, the overwater bungalows that they have. So next, the next five aren't necessarily the best beaches, but they are some of the most unique beaches in the world. So they're just ones that are a little bit different, and we'll go through what makes them different. 
So the first one is Palm Jumeirah in Dubai. So this is a completely artificial man-made island, which is meant to be in the shape of a date palm. Um, and there's hotels, resorts, and residences here. I would love to go here and do skydiving because I think it would be really cool to skydive and come over the island and see this amazing man-made um, island. So I think that would be really cool to check it out. All right, so our next unique island is Giant's Causeway in Ireland. So it's created over 50 million years ago by a volcanic eruption, and it has these hexagonal scale patterns, so meaning six-sided. And there's many legends and tales associated with this. So you can see there's sort of like these towers and steps um, in beautiful formations. And it looks like a nice sunny day there in the picture in Ireland, but I don't know how many sunny days they really do get like that. Um, let's go to the next one. Glass Beach in California. So this was actually a result of garbage being dumped on this beach over many years. And eventually the garbage, the glass was pounded into the sand. And so it's made a beautiful, colorful beach in the end there in California. And our fourth one is Shell Beach in Australia. So these are cockle shells and they go down almost 10 meters deep, which is pretty wild. Um, I don't know how it would feel to, to walk on this beach. I guess you'd probably want to have shoes on <laughs> for sure. Um, and it's part of, it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. So if you don't know what that is, I did another stream on UNESCO World Heritage Sites the other day. So go check it out. And the last one, Papakolea, maybe, Hawaii. And this is a green sand beach. Um, and so that was caused by a certain type of volcanic rock uh, from Mauna Loa, which is the largest volcano in the world. Um, so I, ha I have been to some volcanic beaches that were like totally black sand, um, but it's interesting this one came out kind of a green color. So what do you think? Which of these five unique beaches would you most like to visit? Palm Jumeirah, Giant's Causeway, The Glass Beach, Shell Beach, or Papakolea? Which one would you choose? I think I, yeah, I think I'd love to go to Palm Jumeirah and skydive there, <laughs> as I said. So I specifically want to go check that out to do that. But I would also like to go to Giant's Causeway in Ireland. Okay, and so a couple people for the previous one said they are Maldives because of privacy and been to the Maldives before and it's magical. It looks pretty magical, absolutely. Yeah, so many cool places to visit. All right, and most people are saying Shell Beach in California. Or no, that was a, nope, Shell Beach was in Australia, yeah. Yeah, Shell Beach, that would be quite a sight to see. Um, I'm sure it would be really beautiful, especially certain times of day when the, the sun is hitting. Okay, so that is it for today. So enjoy the beach. I did say I would take you with me and show you what the beach looks like here. It's a bit of a cloudy day right now, but let's go for it. <laughs> so this is very much a surfer's beach. There's a few people surfing out right now, um, but it's not super developed here. So here we go. There's the beach. You can see it's a bit cloudy today, but there's some nice palm trees there. And so this is Playa Vinal. 
in Panama. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our stream today. It was nice to have you here and um, I'll see you in another stream soon. Okay, bye.